Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Connected Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology and anything else that feels right. I am Sasha Rusu, Senior Planner for the TED Department at Mediacom. And hello, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And our guest joining us today is Kristen Dardani. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Yeah, we're all right. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Kristen is the EVP here at Mediacom, working in the mobility and career sector for the last seven years. After years of managing client relationships at three of the big four holding companies and a handful of boutique shops, Kristen now helps agencies figure out their employee value proposition and put in place initiatives to help recruit, retain and mobilise their talent assets. Love to have you on the podcast today. How has the last year been for you with, with COVID and things opening up again? How has it been, not only for, on the work level, but also for yourself personally? Yeah. Well, I've, I've never been busier professionally than I was in the last year, which is a little counterintuitive since um, I do work in mobility and move people around. And that's been really, really hard to do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been a tough year, but I'm thankful that we've continued to be able, you know, to move people around and, and, um, you know, we've, we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of new experiences within the mobility space, especially with respect to like remote working, which, you know, has been really hard and it's, it's, it's hard to be on point for something that there are no rules for and there are no experts for. So it's been tough, but I've learned a lot and it's been, really rewarding to um to be more deeply entrenched in people's personal lives and to help them kind of sort things out during this crisis um it's been hard though cuz at the same time you know I'm going through that same crisis as other people that I'm supporting through but really personally rewarding in that respect and your i mean your role is very always on right when people have a problem they don't wait yeah. Well, and and also, well, right, because it involves their whole lives and their children and, you know, every everything. Um, but also it's a global role. So it's always yeah. on in the respect that there's always someone who's awake when someone in the world, there's someone awake having a problem. Um, what, what would you say in your career to date? What experiences have taught you the skills to get through the last few months, last well, year and a half now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, I worked on, you know, the client side of the house for the first half of my career, managing yeah. clients um, and, and writing consumer strategy. Right. So, I mean, the whole the whole center point of that role is listening and trying to understand things from other people's perspectives. And it's so critical in what I do now um, because I can't possibly know um all of the many thousands of people that I support, you know, intimately, and I can't know their cultures and I can't know the dynamics and the countries that they're going to, but I can certainly listen and aim to understand what's happening and then leverage, you know, the resources that I have to help fix things and make them better. So, yeah, it's all about listening. And I, I learned that keenly in a, a client service role. Do you think it was something innate to you? Is it something that you grew up with? Or, you know, is there anything you'd point to in your life that said this made me the person that that was was ex- excellent at this? 
I don't know. I mean, I'm a big introvert, and so I tend to be the person that is sitting back and listening to what other people are saying and thinking about it. It doesn't mean I, you know, am not um, – I, I may not be contributing, but I'm contributing in the way that I'm listening and forming my own ideas and opinions, and I may be talking later or adding value at a later point. But I think a lot of introverts are are mistaken, you know, for not being participatory. And, and in some cases, I think they're actually engaged more deeply because they're really actively listening to what's being said. So I, I think in that respect, because I am an introvert and I'm a people yeah. observer, that that prepares yeah. me for it. That's interesting. I, I, and I get that. I think I think there's also there's an intuition or almost something almost quite quite a painful intuition sometimes. Mm. I imagine in the role you're doing where you are empathizing with yeah. what's going on. Um, yeah. And you have to have your own boundaries, I guess, for that. Yeah. Yeah. To stay sane. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's hard moving yeah. across the street, I always say. I mean, imagine moving your entire life to another country where you might not speak the language and you're starting a new job. Your kids are starting a new school. You have no friends. You have no doctor. You have no one to cut your hair. You know, I mean, just every aspect of your life is topsy-turvy. It's a tough it's a tough thing that people do. So, But exciting. As well. So exciting. I mean, I can't imagine anything more enriching than to be able to go live amongst people who think differently about things and live their lives differently. I mean, that's, that's, uh, I, I, I have wanderlust. I have since a young age, so I get to live vicariously through all these adventures and I think it's amazing. Yeah. Did you find more people wanting to look at their careers in around this period or did it in fact go down where people less more relaxed wanted to stay safe in their, in their jobs? Yeah. Um, I was very surprised by the number of people who continue to express interest and the new people who expressed interest. I mean, people are resilient, right? I mean, I, I, I absolutely would have predicted that there would have been a drop in interest and there has been none. And also people don't seem to be shy about going to places where the pandemic is not you know, currently well under control. I mean, people have retained their interest in all kinds of different markets and regions, which is fabulous because hopefully at some point we will move past it, all of us collectively, right? And we'll, we will have opportunities to move people into some of these places that are just locked down. I mean, I guess in the meantime, we are all working globally. I mean, it's been yeah. certainly, it's been, I mean, I, I am, I'm famous for not having much wanderlust and one of the great upsides <laughs> for me is um the joy of being able to kind of fully participate in global calls like like yeah. our global belonging council and really not feel like I'm the one who's on the end of the phone when everybody else is in the room because everybody is uh sharing the experience of being on Zoom calls. And so I, I, I kinda hope you know, I, I, I really do hope that for a hybrid world because I think there's um a lot of excitement in um being able to leverage the talents of people wherever they are in the world. Yeah. It's going to make us a stronger business, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's research, there's data that supports that, right? I mean, there's all kinds of groups that study that now and, and multi, I mean, diversity in all of its forms, but multiculturalism specifically that that, um, you know, gets people out of their echo chamber where they're validating with others what they already think. And, um, you know, forcing that group think and others who do dissent. And yeah, that's our strength is, is multiculturalism. And actually, we really find that, I think, on the GBC, don't we? That, that 
that it's a good bunch of listeners and a good bunch of people who have who bring really different experiences. Yeah. Uh, So staying on the theme of belonging, we know you spend the majority of your time matching talent with opportunities across different agencies. What exactly does belonging mean to you and how much does this play a part in your role on a day to day basis? Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you know, belonging, uh, you know, is about people being seen for who they really are and valued for that. But I, I mean, I think for me, one thing that's always tricky about it is that people are valued for their strengths and not their weaknesses. Right. But we all have them. We're all two sides of a coin. And I think we need to do a better job in terms of belonging. I, I don't even mean at Mediacom. I mean, you know, in humanity, I think, <laughs> um, kind of accepting the good with the bad and, and giving people grace and letting people not be great at everything. And I think especially in, in business, you know, that's so key that we understand, you know, if you've got um, a driver, you know, there's a lot that comes with being a driver that's really beneficial to the company. And there's a lot that's really painful about working with drivers. Right. And we need drivers. So we have to kind of accept the good and the bad and, um, and, and, you know, just do more listening, more empathizing, give people grace, try and, you know, have a lot more understanding. And that, that for me is belonging, you know, showing your dirty laundry and your, your clean laundry. <laughs> and still, uh, and still uh, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I, one of the best things a boss has ever said to me when I said, you know, to him, should I do more of this or more of that? And he said, Sue, just, just be yourself. Yeah. So we want you to do these. Of course, the brilliant thing about that being that, um, and and he did know me. He did know my downsides as well as my upsides. The brilliant thing about that is 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 that there's nobody else better in the world at being myself than me, and yeah. that's true. Everybody out there, yeah. <laughs> there's one thing you can do brilliantly is be yourself. Um, what do you hope to have achieved by the end of the year? Well. What I'm working on right now is really trying to reimagine the mobility function to kind of um, keep pace with where the world is going. And, and you know, it's not all about COVID. A lot of that, you know, was happening pre-COVID. But certainly now in, in my world, in the mobility world, you know, remote working is a huge and challenging thing. And um, we, you know, we just have to have new structures and new partners and, you know, new lawyers and new tax <laughs> vendors and uh, just a whole infrastructure in place to really support that um, that we don't have and we need to have. So I'm really working on that. And I think the second piece of it is um, is really, you know, Mediacom's been quite successful in building diverse teams in the in the cultural area through the pathway program. But, you know, the the benefits inherent in multiculturalism um, don't happen automatically, right? You have to help people learn what to do in an environment where there's conflict. And I think um, doing more to support multicultural teams be successful um, is is a, is another priority that we've started working on the past years, but we need to really accelerate. So those those two areas. I think the first one is amazing and I can't wait to see it come to fruition because I think as we continue this flexible way of working, um, I think those things will be needed in order for everyone to feel as if this is something that actually can happen and we don't need to all return into the offices. So um really looking forward to seeing how that comes into play. Um moving on to uh the questions that we ask all of our guests and this okay. is what we get personal. <laughs> so um first question would be 
Uh, what is your favorite line from a poem, song, or a book? Okay, this one is easy. I love that quote from um, J.M. Barry, the Peter Pan author, that I think it's, um, uh, we God gave us memory so we can have roses in December. Oh, I did I did not know that. I've obviously yeah. I've seen read Peter Pan's you. That's lovely. Yeah, I love it. If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a circle to summon you? I'm telling you now that I'm not allowing phones because everybody. Oh says, no, I don't yeah. have a phone on my list. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to spend less time tethered to a device. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, definitely biographies. That's like I live and breathe. Um, biographies really on any topic. I just like true life stories. I have a hard time reading fiction now because I'm just so entrenched in biographies. Did you know, I, I, I don't, I read, I don't read so many biographies, but I, I stopped, I actually stopped reading, um, fiction apart from detective fiction, which I think is a different genre. But I stopped reading fiction when I had my kids. And I think it was because real life was so just overwhelming at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought, why am I reading made up things? So I really, right. I really get that. Tell yeah. us a couple of, tell us something good that you've read uh, recently. Uh, well, I'm reading right now a book called Acid for the Children by Flea, who's the bass player in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And yeah. it's really, really fascinating. <laughs> oh, okay, well, right. We'll definitely get you a, a good new biography. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, cheese. I mean, who can live without cheese? Right. <laughs> Any cheese in particular or all of the above. Yeah. Any, any and all cheese. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if, I don't know how you would, how you would uh, work it in the set to summon me out of a bottle, but a body of water I, swimming is just my happy place. And oh no, no, me too. I mean, and we yeah. will allow that so we okay. can get you a really good pool or we or can, lake. we will allow a lake yeah the ocean any anything any yeah. ocean yeah Just okay yeah love we it. can we can get you an ocean yeah any any the mediterranean or any, really any yeah cold Mediterranean. Mediterranean. i'd i'd let's let's mediterranean mediterranean because it's, yeah. it's that, that blue blue of the sea at nice it's beautiful i'm really enjoying this list yeah. <laughs> yeah. good um a plane ticket to anywhere would be one i think that's true for everyone right we're desperate yeah, to at the moment yeah yeah. And a picture of my kids. Well, that's not quite commonly available. Um, I'm afraid I can't allow that. Oh, darn it. What would another one be? A glass of rosé? Yeah. Rose. <laughs> nice. What would you say is your single best skill? I definitely throw a good party and I love to throw parties. Yeah. Love, love having a big <laughs> throwdown. <laughs> What a great skill to have. I mean, so cheese, rosé, Mediterranean, party with you. I'm there. Um, What would you practice more if you had the time and the space? Definitely Tai Chi dragon form. I uh, did Tai Chi. You have so much in common. I do Tai Chi. Oh, you do? Well, it's... It's the hardest one for me. I stepped away from Tai Chi during COVID, obviously. And yeah. when I think about going back to it, I think, oh, my God, I'm never going to. No, I'm sure you're more advanced one. with me. I've, 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 I do short form and long form, and I haven't got to dragon Tai Chi. Oh. Yeah, it's it sounds most nice. beautiful, though, right? It's 
I think it's the most beautiful. Yeah. But I, I have been, although I, I also stopped class because online classes didn't work for me at all. Mm. But I've been practicing Tai Chi every day and it's definitely helps with changing my mood state. I mean, it's, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, five minutes doing it does make a difference. It's kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I was in a class um, for a long time. There were probably probably about 10 of us. And, and the instructor, yeah. I would say, was probably 60 and I was 50. And all the other people in the class were probably 80 or 90. And they were very, very good. Yeah. Very good. And it was such an interesting um, setting to be in to see. Well, because it, cause it takes you two years to get remotely capable, doesn't it? I mean, it's yeah. so, I mean, it's like so slow. These people have been and practicing their whole lives and they were amazing. Yeah. And I'd got to the point where I can do what I can do and there's enjoyment in practicing that. But um, I don't know if I'll ever, I don't know if I'll ever scale Dragon Tai Chi. No. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Where in the world, real or fiction, would you like to live and why? Yeah, well, this one's easy. Going back to the the book I'm reading. I mean, I really go down a rabbit hole when I watch a documentary or read a book. So right now I'm absolutely fascinated with all things late 70s, early 80s Hollywood in the kind of drug, um, music, punk rock <laughs> And wish I could go back and see, you know, up close and personal what what Flea and all the the people uh, he's writing about in his book saw. Very different from my life. So super interesting. The great answer. (laughs) Right now, uh, the question you cannot prepare for. I'm going to shuffle them up. I have picked them at random from the books of questions from the School of Life. And I'm now holding them up and I'm going to go A, B or C. Which one would you like? Okay. What makes you most stressed? Um, not having the bandwidth to do my job well. Not having the time. Which uh, that right? Yeah. Yeah. And whether that's my job as a mother or my job at MediaCon. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is two full-time jobs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my girls. My girls are grown up now, but I remember those days of you know younger kids when it's just you're you're basically doing however helpful the people around you are you're basically doing two full-time jobs yeah yeah I mean my my little one just came in you know two minutes before this call started crying you know and wanting my help and I was like I gotta shut the door you know so it's it's tough but it's a it's a struggle many many of us share so yeah thank you very much Indeed, thank you so much, and we look forward to invites to your party. Yes, (laughs) next time you're in Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Take care. All right, thank you.